a bit carried away, Brendan. That's not like Brendan to get carried away, is it? No, not at all. What a time to be alive. Same as the go. Disposal efficiency. Pressure point. Alrighty, we are back. Season two of the Pressure Point podcast is back. It's been a, a big break. It's been um, it's been good to refresh, but it's it's even better to be back and back with my uh, my great man here, Quinn Deluca. How you going, mate? Stop it, mate. Stop it. I'm, I'm good. I didn't think we'd make it to season two. I'm stoked <laughs> to be back. It's uh, it's brilliant. We've done everything that we could to avoid each other. We haven't seen each other in. Uh, it's probably only been about a week. Let's be honest. Best but, few months of my life. Yeah, best, best couple of months. Not, it's been good. It's been a nice little break. Um, you know, doing our own thing. We're both starting to branch off now and uh, our own in personal lives. So it's been good. Been a good couple of months. But um, yeah. no, very happy to be back. Yeah. Well, give us a rundown on your on your summer. What's been happening? What's what's some of the highlights that's happened in your life? Well, I mean, obviously the break was good. Um, I didn't work much last year, to be fair. So the break probably wasn't needed. But yeah. it's always nice. Um, the weather could have been nicer. But you know, what are you going to do? Um, do get a new job. So I started working now for a company called Gameface. So we do um, digital and social media for local sports. Um, so that's been really good. Um, good little dip into the industry for me. I've been really enjoying that. So that's been going quite well. Um, that's pretty much it. Now just sort of keen to get back and going. I've been doing my YouTube channel still for my Richmond stuff, Tiger Den TV, get on that. And um, plug. Go plug, had to do that. Yep. And that's about it really. So how about yourself? Yeah, cool. What have you been up to? Yeah, mate, much the same. Just, um, yeah, just trying to dip my feet into the sport media world it's been good um yeah doing some work for the Coburg footy club in the vfl which is um which has been great so Huge. just managing their media department so pretty lucky to, to be in that um so i've been doing that and just been pretty much every single day just been waiting for this moment just to arrive you know? just itching planning every day for episode 42 of the pressure point podcast season two <laughs> Mate, itching to be back <laughs> now, before we get into it why don't you tell everybody how much did you have to lie on your resume to get that gig at Coburg? no lying at all I just twisted the truth didn't even need to give my resume <laughs> oh here we go <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah i actually got there was a phone call that i had with with the GM at the club it was on my birthday, so it was a nice little birthday present to oh. to get that. So how nice is going that? Going back, yeah, November now, so it was a while ago, but yeah, no, it's been great. It's been great. So learning a lot, and um, it's only going to hold us in good stead for for stuff like this as well. And hopefully, this season's uh, bigger than season one. I'm sure it will be. It definitely yeah. will be. And speaking of being bigger than season one. To start off with, we have a couple of sponsors join the show, which very privileged to have. So I'll let you start off with our first one. Yeah, so we've got RetroJet Prince that have jumped on board over the last few weeks. Um, that's headed up by Enzo Aliotta, a good friend of ours. Um, so he does all digital prints, photography, graphic design, um, and a lot of corporate stuff as well. So um, yeah, if you need some good photos taken, some some logos made up, he's, he's your man. So get in touch with him. His details are on the post that we did Um a few weeks ago now, but I think we can put it in the show notes, won't we? You can put some details in there. Yeah, we'll put them in the caption um, yeah. on the YouTube videos and all the rest of it, yeah. so that'll be there. And if you want to see some of Enzo's work, we did post, if you remember those uh, lovely mug shots we had done of us, oh, going back a little while ago. Zoolander shot. My Zoolander yeah. shot, the pout and yeah. uh, all those. So those were done by Enzo back then, so that um, obviously some really great work there. And then the next sponsor to jump on board was at last minute, just got in time for the first episode, Millie and Ma. And Millie and Ma is run by Angela Materia and Nadine Ma, and they run, um, they make gift boxes, all Australian made, which at this time, it's about, you know, support local business, especially with everything we've gone through. And I've got a gift box here. Right. So you can have a look. This is what one of the, the men's ones stands, will come with. Well, men or women's, no judging here, but uh, Millie and Ma, um, and this one's just come with a few beers in here. 
Almost knocked the sign off the wall. This one's come with a few beers. Got a little note here which runs you through the business and where we've gotten the beers from. And these are from the Bad Shepherd Brewing Company on Reserve Road, who we're not sponsored by, but you know, if you want to sponsor us, we're here. So that's from them. Um, doing a lot of plugs tonight. Aren't doing you? a lot of plugs tonight. <laughs> just trying to grow this podcast, mate, anywhere possible. <laughs> so, but that's yeah for everyone watching on the YouTube channel. Quinn just did a display then. So if you want to see it. Jump on the YouTube channel for, for that. Exactly right. And the links will be left down below. But they do gift boxes. I mean, Mother's Day is coming up. Perfect time for a gift box, um, you know, from food, drinks, um, you name it. They've got everything. Body soaps, washes, all the rest of it. Marcus and I don't keep our skin so perfect without these products. So jump on board. Yeah. They're, yeah. Um, really big thanks to Millie and Martha for getting on board as well. Is Mother's Day coming up? Oh, it's not far. <laughs> <laughs> Another two, three months. Mate, we're trying to plug the product. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> All right, well, let's talk, let's talk some footy. That's what we're here for. Um, yeah, let's, let's talk about the big topics that have happened over summer, um, what's been happening lately, all the pracky games are up and running, the AFLW has been happening as well. Um, what are your thoughts on the AFLW? I think, personally for me, it's, it's been a massive improvement from previous years. Well, I'm loving it because Richmond finally got our first win in the AFLW and it was an onslaught, so it's absolutely beautiful. But um, no, I have to agree, the, the standard has lifted so much and I think that's well partly because they've had more, you know, another preseason, more training, etc. But you're starting to see now this influx of younger girls that haven't had to have that break. A lot of the older girls that are playing, the older women, I should say, that are playing, played probably till they were 15, 16, and had to give it up because there was no higher level for them. Whereas now the younger the younger women that are coming through have played all the way through their juniors all the way through to now, and you can see the skill development through that. So I'm thinking I'm really loving the look of it at the moment. Really enjoying. Um, the way the girls are all playing, and we're seeing some, you know, pretty impressive talent out there. Yeah, no, it's been really good. I've been loving this probably the season I've been watching the most out of all of them so far. So yeah, I've been really enjoying it. Um, it's just a shame that the season is so short because you know you lose a couple of games, it's almost season over, isn't it? Oh. Like you can't really, you can't afford to lose. No, exactly you know? right. That's a, that's the thing. I mean, you start off with the bat. We Richmond started off. I think well, we lost the first three or four games, and now we're playing really good at the moment. Mm. But it's probably not enough. Yeah. So I mean, it's disappointing, and also I guess the COVID fixtures being a bit difficult for fans. I've been really trying to get to a game. And doing it week by week, it's hard to schedule what you've got on, you know, with work and everything else wrapped around it. It's hard to get to games. So hopefully next year there won't be a COVID fixture and you can plan in advance when you're going to get there. But um, I definitely bought my membership this year and I'm really loving watching the girls play. Yeah, no, it's been great. Um, here's your tip for the flag. No. Oh. Just still Richmond. <laughs> yeah, still Richmond. Still Richmond. It's in the winning, We've got the winning spirit running through us. Um, no, nah, I mean, it's hard to go past Collingwood. They haven't lost a game yet. Yeah, so. yeah. And the way uh, Malloy's playing down there, I don't know if you've been watching her, but she's been kicking bags. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think Collingwood for me. They're impressive, aren't they? North Melbourne are pretty good too. North are yeah. up there. North would be my second best. Yeah. Carlton were originally, but yeah, they uh, dropped a couple of Dropped a little bit. Games. Dropped yeah. a little bit. I thought Richmond almost had you there yeah. a couple weeks ago. Almost yeah. had you. But um, no, no, Carlton will still contend heavily. But I think, yeah, it'll be, it'll be for me, it's either Collingwood or North. Yeah, yeah. I think I think North. I, you know, I watched them last weekend. They were, they were pretty impressive, so... I think they'll get the job done over it. They, they beat a pretty good Carlton team, so. Well, what the dishing up is much better than what their men's side's dishing up at the moment, isn't it? Which we will touch on. We will get to them. We will get to them. We're, we're saving a, a fair space for the North Melbourne performance <laughs> last week. <laughs> right, let's get uh, into it. Let's, yeah, so probably the biggest talking point over the last few weeks has been the new 50-metre rule. Uh, uh, yeah, well, stand the mark. You can't move laterally from the from the man on the mark. Jeez. Um, I'm just telling from your facial expression and, and the things that you've been sharing on social media. Oh, you're not happy with it. Not at all. Why? We keep touching this game, this perfect, precious game that, you know, 
we're obsessed with and we love it for a reason, don't change it. It's fine the way it is. Tell me last year how confusing the um, protected areas, the rule was. Hmm. You, no one knew what was going on half the time. Yeah. And now you're going to say, the guy, what if he, you, know, you, you, just, you lose your footing and you stumble half an inch to the left? That's a 50-meter penalty. Yeah. Come on, get it's off it. Ridiculous. Uh, look, I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to speed the play up, stop that um, lateral movement so you can kick the ball inboard and get the ball moving, which I understand that. But I think this is the wrong way to go about it. And I'm not, yeah, I'm just not a big fan. And I did write an article on that in QM Sports Media. If you guys want to jump on that, it's Marcus and I's website. So jump on and have a read. But uh, yeah, no, I'm not a big fan. What, what do you think anyway? So five plugs tonight. Five plugs tonight. <laughs> There's more, mate. There's more in the bank. Don't worry. There's more in the bank. Uh, like, I, to be honest, like, initially I was like, oh, this is an absolute joke. Like, it's, it's going to ruin the game. But uh, the instructions are pretty clear. Just don't move. Just stay still. Like, you can, you can look at it like that. Like, it, the instructions just don't move. If you're on the mark, stay still. Like, if you look at it like that, it's like, okay, that makes sense. That's not too hard to follow. But, yes, I know. The one that we saw in the, that Freo West Coast game, like, ridiculous. He turned yeah. backwards. Yeah, ridiculous. How is he stopping like, the play? There needs to be some common sense with it. That's the thing. I think there does need to be common sense. But then you can also play the argument that once you start saying common sense comes into it, then it all become, it becomes um, subjective if it's a free. You know what I mean? Well, we want our rules to be just black and white, which, I mean, they're not because that's just the way our game is. And I guess this is probably the closest one we've actually got to being black and white because it's as simple as you said, just don't move. Mm. But, yeah, you know, then it, then it comes down to, come on, that's a bit stiff. That's a bit, you know, it could, yeah. I don't know. I think we could have just left it. I thought yeah. the game was fine. It didn't, didn't need to be it. introduced. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think Steve Hawking might secretly work for the NRL or something, just trying to, you know, Oh, I can't even speak. But yeah, he's... Um, I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm not happy with it. But it is what it is. We'll just see how it's adapted. There's been some shocking examples so far in the practice matches. I just heard Gil McLaughlin on the news before say they are thinking of tweaking little things about it. Yeah. Trying to maybe make it a little bit more reasonable. So we'll see. I mean, there's still a couple of weeks to go. A few more um, preseason games. Yeah. It might might improve. And yeah. I might we might have a different opinion in two weeks' time. Yeah, absolutely. I think umpires just need to use their common sense with it and don't don't pay it for that one that we saw in the Freo game. Like if they're paying it for that, ridiculous, but yeah. Just yeah, just stay still. Well the worst part about that one was that the um the AFL came out and backed them up and said, No, that was the right call. Yeah, but they can, they're gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, they're gonna they? do that yeah. because it's a new rule. Yeah. But I'm just saying, so then it sort yeah. of paints the it sets the scene for the umpires yeah. the rest of the year now yeah. that not nah, if he sneezes, we're we're blowing the whistle. <laughs> Did you see that video? Yeah. That was very, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very good video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll we'll we'll, t- we'll keep we'll keep uh, moving with the practice games. A couple of players that have been flying, Joe Danaher. Huge. He for me, he, I feel like he's gonna win the Coleman medal this year. He just looks like he's got a new lease on life up in Brisbane and the change has done him wonders and he was clearly hating Essendon that much that, you know, all of a sudden he's got no injuries and he's loving life, you know? <laughs> Funny how that yeah. happens, isn't it? <laughs> Funny he's not sitting on the side on the on the side of the fence during a game. And, yeah. uh, but um no, nah, he's looking superb. He's looking fantastic and yeah. uh it's a lot easier to watch when he's not wearing uh black and red. Um yeah. but no, nah, he I, I think you're right, you're not far off. He's definitely looking uh looking like a favourite for the Coleman yeah. early. Yeah, definitely my tip. I reckon if you know Brisbane, are, you know, they, they definitely could win the flag this year as well. It could, Danaher could be that missing link that could take them that step further than they went last year. So you never know. Um, Joe, everyone forgets how good Joe Danaher was at full flight before all the injuries. So um, yeah, geez, it'd be good to see. 
I'll be, yeah. It yeah. would be, I mean. And be good to see the Essendon supporters. That's the best as part. Well. That's the best part. We love that. We love nothing more than that. <laughs> Speaking of Essendon, well, ex-Essendon stuff, Adam Saad tearing it up. <laughs> I think you've just thrown this one in here to plug, to plug Carlton, but <laughs> I don't think this is even a dig at Essendon. But no, no, no. Nah, he is. Sure, he, there's an Essendon link there. There yeah. is an Essendon link there. And, I mean, I think that footage went around of Saad hitting up Paddy Cripps leading in the forward line. Yeah. and uh, It was very good. It was good to see Cripps kicking straight and actually slotted the goal. Yeah. And um, maybe because practice match and there's no pressure at this point, but he was yeah. – nah, Cripps has definitely lifted his game. But, nah, awesome to see um, – Sard and same as Williams. I think yeah, the, he was very good too. I think I think that same as Danaher. They both found new clubs. Yeah, and it's just you know it's doing wonders for him. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, like yeah, it is still just the practice games, and um, you can't read too much into them. But early signs are like Carl, Carlton had a pretty pretty strong team out there against Essendon, and they they looked really good. Zach Williams in his in his midfield role was was very good. So um, yeah, being a Carlton supporter, we're very we're very shielded, and we don't like to you know get too excited over practice games because it's hurt us in the past. But, yeah. I mean, there's no excuse. There's no excuses left this season. So, you, you they have to be good. Yeah. Minimum eighth. Yeah, no. Yeah. You guys have to yeah. play finals this year. Yeah. It's as simple as that. You yeah. have to have to play finals. With these inclusions, it's yeah, it's now and ever. So exactly right. Have to make have to make the eight. Um, but I will touch on one other thing, Essendon, which we haven't actually put in the run sheet. But I've just thought of it. It's coming to my mind. And an, another jab at Essendon supporters. Did you hear that the Essendon Football Club was trying to move their uh, mess with the fixtures already for round one and move their game from Marvel to the MCG yeah. because they wanted more members to get in. I did see that? They, so they they wanted Melbourne to swap with them. Was it Melbourne they wanted to? Swap yeah. So with Melbourne them? are playing Frio during the day at the MCG. Yeah. And Essendon play Hawthorne later. On Saturday night at Marvel, at, at Marvel and they, yeah. they wanted to swap. Like one, it's Melbourne's home ground, like the MCC. Yeah, and you know, like there's going to be a lot of fans at the Melbourne Frio game. Like it's going to be fifty percent because they haven't been to the footy in a year. No, everyone's so, going to be there. Like, the stadiums will be as packed as they can be. Yeah, hundred you know? percent. And not only that, who wants to watch Essendon play football? <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Who wants to go there? <laughs> I had to throw it in. There it is. I had to throw it in. But no, nah, come on. Like, yeah. like the fixturing hasn't been hard enough. You're going to throw a spanner in the works and try move things around. We get it. You want your members to go to the games. Mm. So does every club. Yeah. You know, you're going to get your turn at the G. Mm. Just like, you know, Richmond's going to get their turn at Marvel. Yeah. And, you know, it's like everyone's going to get their turn it's, somewhere. It's so. saying that. But in previous years, Essendon and Hawthorne probably would have played each other at the MCG. But they're both tipped to be bottom four this season. So is it really a draw card? No, it's I mean, not it's a draw card. I mean, yeah. nor is Melbourne Freo. No, but the MCG is Melbourne's, Melbourne's home ground. Yeah, yeah. So exa- that's yeah. exactly right. So you look at it that way. Melbourne's not going to play their home game at Marvel, so no. Essendon can have more fans. Melbourne never play home games at Marvel. No, never. Yeah. They're not like Richmond. They don't have to play games. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, no, but it's ridiculous, and I'm yeah. I'm glad the AFL sort of put a line through that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we did touch on it very briefly before, but North Melbourne in the men's. I mean, can you really lose a practice game by 100 points? I mean, I know we said you can't look into practice games too much. But this is alarming. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I know the Saints are all right at the moment, but geez. But what, to rub salt into it, Mason Wood, who they delisted, played for St Kilda that day and kicked four. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> they're, they're a shambles. Basket case. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I get what they were going for with the whole rebuild and start from scratch, but... Mason Wood's not exactly an old guy. No. Like, 
keep the younger talent. Yeah. You, you push out the older guys in your rebuilding and you keep younger but, like, already pretty much developed players. You keep those sort of blokes there. Yeah. But, you know, they got rid of him and it showed that it hurt, you know. And I just – I don't see any direction with North at the moment. I understand that they're going through a rebuild and I guess if you consider yeah. that a direction, I mean, that, that would be it. But I don't see – there's no silver lining that yeah. I can see. I think it's going to take a long time for them. Like it's going to be a slow burn. I think they've got a good coach, David Noble. I think so as well. I agree with I that. I think he'll be good. But yeah, their list just needs some serious overhaul, which they have already done. Like they cut a lot of players in the off season, but they just need to get as many as much talent in in there as possible to be competing again. Yeah, and that and that'll take a couple of years. And yeah. I think the club just really needs to stand by Noble. Yeah. People are quick to jump on coaches when they don't turn a club around in a season. Yeah. It doesn't happen like that. It takes time. You know, I mean, you look at other coaches and some of them, it took them years before they did anything successful. Yeah. Dimmer Hardwick was there 10 years before anything happened mm-hmm. to Richmond. So, I mean, you've got to stick with coaches yeah. and give them a chance to develop the list and develop the players and, you know, and go from there. So, I, look, I think North are going to, like you said, a long way off. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, just rebuild mode. I think that, yeah, supporters can't expect too much. Um, yeah, which is fine. Which which they saw last year, last season. They were pretty poor last last year as well. So, um, all right. Well, probably the biggest talking point over the over the summer, the biggest top of Collingwood, just in general, we're all over the news from the trade period say, until the other week. Oh, honestly, I've honestly forgotten about what happened in the trade period because of everything just recently. But mm. when you think, yeah, it scales way back to then. Yeah. That's how long you got your trade period stuff. You got they've had a few injuries. And then the Eddie Maguire, like, well, it started with the, the racist thing with Lumumba. Yeah. And now Eddie Maguire's been, well, he's left, but did he get the can? Who knows? But, yeah, it, it, yeah. You don't know how it worked out. And I don't know if you heard, Andrew Cracker um, came out with some accusations today. Did he? Oh, I saw the article. I didn't actually click on it, though. Yeah. So I'm not going to say what was said because yeah. I'm not sure. But there was something else said about uh, Andrew Cracker where apparently he had to stand up to some racial slurs or something that happened when he was at Collingwood. So absolute... Mm. Worst time to be a Collingwood supporter right now. And then, yeah. not that this is news, this shouldn't even be said, but it wasn't a news which isn't great for Collingwood supporters as well. But um, the whole Nathan Buckley with his wife you know, splitting, yeah. I mean, that's not news. I mean, keep no, that out. That's personal life. That's personal it? life. Yeah. Keep that out. You know what I mean? So that's that's not me having a go at Collingwood. There. That's just me saying that shouldn't be in the news, yeah. that sort of stuff. That's It's personal. There's no need for anybody else to know what's going on. But, yeah, but yeah no, Collingwood are in a bit of a rut at the moment and especially – you know, the way they finished the season probably wasn't ideal. I mean, all the injuries didn't help as well. But yeah, yeah they're yeah. a bit of a like a, an unknown. Like they've still got some good players on their team, but you just don't know whether you know what's happened over summer is just going to affect them too much. Whether they really slide or whether they just you know hang around the mark like they did last season. I think they just snuck into the eight last year, didn't they? They just snuck in yeah. and they had that really good win um, yeah. in, in West, Coast. West Coast. Yeah. yeah. So look, I mean, Collingwood are a good team. They've got the players that they've got. Um, you know, like Penelbury and all that that'll carry them over the line yeah. when they really need to. But it'll be interesting, like you said, just to see if, yeah, this off-field stuff has affected them in any way. What, what are you predicting from the Pies? Do you think – because you could look at it from the point that they've got something to prove now yeah. and they'll come out red hot or yeah, it could go the other way where it's really affected them and they're not there mentally and yeah. they're a shambles. What, what are you thinking we'll, we'll see from I'm just – no, just from Collingwood supporters that I, that I know that are close to me, they're, they're – they're glass half full with it. And they're saying like, yeah, they lost Trelaw. Didn't use the ball that well. Um, Tom Phillips, bit part player, pretty good good player, but, you know, not catastrophic. Um, and then... Stevenson. Stevenson, yeah, who's yeah, who's the big one because he's got a lot of potential and he's still young. 
So that's the big one. And, and just the way they sort of let them go. But they're like, you know, they replace those players with some really elite talent and they've got some good young players coming through like Dacos who can really lead them forward. So a lot of them are glass half full. I know one Collingwood supporter in particular, and he will be listening, uh, Suits, who I love, but geez, he was, he's been very aggressive over the pies over, over the off season and um, he doesn't see it that way. But there's some Collingwood supporters out there that are, you know, are seeing a positive light to it. So I was about to say, the ones I've spoken to, especially, have said the same thing as you. They're, they're yeah. actually quite optimistic about yeah. They said, look, it doesn't look good, but, in the, you know, and then they'd point out because of this, this, and this, yeah, yeah. it actually isn't that bad. Yeah. So, I mean, look, I think, like I said, I think we can probably safely say it could go either way. I yeah, don't think they're a bit of an unknown. They're an yeah. unknown. There's, there's, um, there's no clear line for Collingwood and how they're going to play this year, but yeah. time will tell, as yeah. they say. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, well, exciting news. Fans are back as well. Massive. I mean, we got, only got told that last week, 50%. Tickets still haven't gone on sale, by the way, for round one. I know. I'm devastated yeah. about that. But speaking of round one, you've committed the cardinal sin of booking a holiday for round one. What's what's the go there, mate? Um, well, a bit scared. No, 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 no. That's, you know, can't what. handle the heat in the kitchen. So we caught we caught up with our great mate from Blue Abroad, Terry, a few weeks ago. Um, shout out Blue Abroad. Um, Is that six plugs? It's six plugs. That's six plugs. And he mentioned to us that. Carlton supporters are only getting 2,000 tickets allocated to them. There's 70,000 of us that are signed up members. So I just, it's not worth the risk. So um, me and uh, the lovely girlfriend, Kristen, have booked a holiday during that time. Does that count as a plug? Yep, make that seven, <laughs> six, eight, <laughs> whatever we're at now. Counts as a plug. Yeah, it does. Nah, so you, what you said there essentially was you're scared to lose and you know be with me at the game. That's fair. Well, we can yeah, look past so that. I can, but- I can easily hide. You can easily where you where you going Queensland yeah, Cairns wasn't Cairns, it Cairns yeah Cairns you know, going to Gilligan's oh, I'll probably watch the game there maybe <laughs> mate you're telling you great spot if you haven't been to Gilligan's definitely head yeah. up there and we can add that as our eighth or ninth so, plug for the night I've so. already looked at about ten bars in the area to make sure that they're all showing the footy that night so my bases are covered but yeah obviously footy is not that big up there so I'm hoping there won't be any. Get Richmond supporters around. Well, mate, we're everywhere. Yeah, you can't yeah, hide. True. You can't hide. Oh, now, they're, now they're everywhere. Now like they're, the bandwagon. Yeah, mate, welcome. <laughs> you, everyone's welcome. There's another plug. Um, <laughs> from past experience, though, Gilligan's does play the football at the bar, so okay, it's well, a safe bet for Probably you. drag the Dale there and, and watch it. I'm sure yeah. she'll, be, I'm sure she'll yeah, appreciate that. No, I told her one condition. We watch it's a Thursday night. What else yeah, are you going to no, be doing? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so. If not for footy, nothing else. But no, it is huge. It's exciting. Haven't seen footy. No one in Melbourne's seen mm. footy. There was a post, I think. Was it today or yesterday that came up saying that the last game of footy to be played with a crowd in uh, Melbourne was the bushfire, bushfire yeah. relief camp? Yeah, crazy, isn't it? Massive, absolutely crazy. It's going to be weird seeing the MCG with people in it. It's going to be yeah, mm. it's going to be a bizarre thing. I've been to a couple of sporting events. I'm not sure if you have. I went to oh, the cricket. I went to the yeah. I went to a big bash game and I went to an A League game, um, which is yeah. great. And um, just <laughs> go the, the A League, go yeah. the A League, Forza Melbourne victory. Oh. And just the way that the crowds are all laid out, the MCG was where I watched the, the Big Bash and it was a bit more, a lot more relaxed than how they were at the A-League. So it's going to be interesting to see how the AFL handle the restrictions and numbers. Yeah. At the A-League, you couldn't move from upstairs to downstairs. Like you could only go in one gate and only go upstairs. Yeah. It wouldn't even give you the option to go. So I just I wonder how that will pan out. I feel like the MCG might be a bit harder to monitor that just because it's so open. Yeah. Um, but that will be interesting to see. If you can get there, I highly recommend it. But not only is football back um, for crowds at, at the MCG and you know AFL, local footy's back, mm. and that's massive for yeah. me. 
I mean, I went to, I had a, I was at a charity game um, up in Hillsville, believe it or not, on Saturday. Um, very good cause. Um, and another plug. It is another plug. Well, I mean, it's already happened now. So, I mean, I'm not, if, if I was planning it, it might be a plug, but we'll count it as a plug. Yeah. Um, no, but I'm, I went up there just, and it was a local football charity match, uh, men's, women's, and it was also a netball game that was played on the day. And it was just felt brilliant to be around as a like, fairly big crowd, COVID-friendly crowd, but pretty good size. And just watching local footy again was mm. was awesome. It yeah. makes you realize how much we've missed. Yeah, absolutely. I think the local footy games this year are going to have a lot of people watching them and everyone's just going to get around it. And not take it for granted anymore, really, because you don't know when it could just get taken away from you. So, just like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'll be making sure I'll, I'll, I'll I'm going to attend as many games as I can this year. I know we've got Collingwood round two, and I'll be first in line for tickets for that. So, it's exciting. It's exciting, and yeah, hopefully that's it, and we don't have to go back into a hub situation and and things like that that we had last year. Yeah, exactly right. The only benefit that uh, we had with the lockdown last year was we could we could catch up and record these episodes during the yes. day. Whereas now it's it's later at night. And I'm starting to get a bit sleepy. Yeah, you put me to sleep a little bit. Yeah, it's getting like that. I but, know. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to test us, especially if they do the footy frenzy again. Yeah, our, yeah. Especially if we're not in lockdown and we don't have that much time on our hands. So. We'll wait and see. Right and center, we'll wait but, and see. But, but I mean, as you can hear at night, it does get to that point where people start taking the bins out, which I'm sure you can hear running in the background right now. The chens taking the, the chens taking yeah. the bins okay. out. So the chens is our, our mascot for the Pressure Point Podcast. If you weren't aware, another plug for the another chins. plug for the chens. <laughs> <laughs> Plugging or not tonight, it's the first episode back. We're just trying to grow the podcast. So um, if you've got a plug you want us to mention next week, let us know in the comments and uh, we'll, we'll get around it. <laughs> Oh, well, on that note, I reckon that'll uh, that'll do us for this episode. Yeah, we're, start, but, we're starting to lack of content. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're dragging talking. on and just plugging everything now. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it's good to be back. That's the main thing. We're, we're back in action. Season two's here. AFL footy um, is back. Footy starts on the 18th, well, officially starts on the 18th of March, which is great. I won't be here, as we said before, but it's going to be a great occasion. Richmond Carlton's always, always fantastic and my favourite game of the year, personally, because it's the biggest game Carlton plays in over the last few years. So uh, hopefully hopefully it's not our biggest game this year. I was about to say, yeah. unfortunately, I do have a sneaky suspicion that it won't be the yeah. biggest game you're playing this year, but I also hope it is. Yeah. Well, I'm ho- I hope it's not. So. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that is us. And But as we say always, make sure you leave us a review um, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your, your podcast from. We appreciate all the support that comes through. We can't thank you guys enough. It's meant the absolute world to us. All the feedback over summer has been great. Everyone's been counting down for this to return. So we, we thank all you loyal listeners. You've all brought us back for a season two. Yeah. Didn't see it coming, but you brought us back. So thank you. Thank you for letting us get to this period where we are starting all over again, bigger and better than season one. That's it. That's it. And uh, yeah, and enjoy the first official practice games this weekend. They're all live and televised on, on Foxtel. So and you can go to the games too. And you can go to them, I believe couple of them already sold out so yeah, it's crazy so crazy huge. so yeah it's gonna be good Carlton St Kilda Thursday night's the first official one so um, enjoy that and we'll uh, we'll chat next week <laughs>